0: Welcome to I love that a bachelor podcast
1: because the unexamined life isn't worth living living it's living living leading leading living huh huh what what's, I, what's going on I'm Wade I'm Zach and uh and we're gonna we're, we're gonna do this we, we, today we're doing it um, that's what you y- tune in for <laughs> that awkward beginning and that that's what it's all about you see and if and, and if you don't think so you can send us an email at I bachelor at gmail.com
0: we're really professional this is good
1: yeah we're the most professional bachelor uh, podcast there is yeah it's been said
0: two doctors
1: yeah uh, brainology and depression and you see if if you're looking for um a what did what did Claudia say? A little blue? Yeah, it's a little blue. A blue take? Yeah. So, and that's poli- no politics, but a blue take We're the premiere um review of The Bachelor.
0: And to to deliver on that promise, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about right up top, Zach, if you can humor me.
1: Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Is this what you were alluding to before we were press, press record?
0: No, that was that's extra stuff there's oh, there's some Jesus prime Christ. things that we got to cover right up top i'll start some prime, it's prime.
1: <laughs> oh prime i was like what happened okay it's
0: the most important goss uh I- so so chris and Bree, of no listen to your heart broke up no yeah i know
1: no yeah. they broke up.
0: yep around the same time no. clarendale broke up
1: Ah, oh, there it goes. You know what? Where's my season two? Put them in a bubble. They were like, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah, it couldn't have come at a worse time. I'm sure they were supposed to actually tour and, it, like, <laughs> what did they, what did they do? Like, play at a couple red state malls where there were no lockdown rules in place and then re- oh my God, record yeah. their, like, it was such a bad time.
1: Wow. Well, Sliding doors, huh? What if COVID hadn't happened and they could have had the uh, you know, magic of touring together.
0: Yeah, maybe developed some real romance instead of the what we saw. The the calculated move as uh, two people who wanted a little singing fame. Like, yeah, sure, we're we're a couple.
1: Well, they're gonna be fucking nothing. I mean they already are, but like they're literally probably never going to do anything of note. Sure. No offense to them. I mean, they might get some
0: preferential treatment on a season of American Idol or something, but that's that's as high as I would aim in my hopes for them.
1: I mean, they probably didn't even get very many Instagram followers, you know, and and you and I we're we're in the industry, so we we, we can tell we know.
0: You know what? They might get to uh, play songs on dates for other contestants on seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. As we've seen them do in Tayshia's season. Like, that's probably the the Bachelor Nation fixture that they're going to be. Yeah.
1: On on the topic of these alt versions of The Bachelor, Mm -hmm. I need this senior Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I think I need it right now because it's probably going to be the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Paradise? No, the senior version. Wait, what? Have you not been seeing these ads? No. I don't I don't for the past do the ads. for the past like year there's been um you know uh you know how they're like submit your friend to be in the bachelor. Yeah. You know um they're doing it for seniors. They're asking for seniors who want to find love.
0: And that wasn't the casting call for Claire's season.
1: Ah. Uh, this guy. She I'm sucks. Fucking- okay,
0: so like what like 50 and older or like
1: I have. This is all I know, and I, I just know that I need it, because it's probably going to be super cute and a lot of fun, and I swear to God, if these people devolve into whatever it is that we watch, I think, um, and this isn't a cry for help, I think I'm just going to end it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if, old, if these old people can't seem to find love in a sweet, adorable manner at their age, after having probably kids and all that good stuff... What's the point? I'm Books? It's just books?
0: As a viewer of uh, 90 Day Fiance, I, I've already kind of warmed myself up to the idea of older people being just as trashy as young people. So, it could go oh, either no. way. It could go either way. Like, uh, whatever, Tayshia's uh, season benefited from having a slightly older demographic. So, we'll see. But if I know ABC, the fucking cowards they are, they're gonna cast some of the craziest assholes they can
1: i don't want to do this podcast anymore (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) okay what else you got okay
0: um you had a theory actually this is all information i got from you so i was hoping you could elaborate on it uh the theory that someone was censored out of this season
1: oh i've got nothing on that Nope. except for that one thing that i sent you okay um and the only and uh When I started reading it, um, and forgive me for not remembering much of it, but it's like, remember that one date last week, I think it was, where all of a sudden there was supposed to be a group date. Sarah goes home, and then we jump to the nighttime date.
0: Yes, last week's episode started with the after group date, and we never saw the group date.
1: Yeah, and so there's a theory going on that there was a person involved in The Bachelor who they completely edited out who probably had some serious screen time in that group date and they had to just cut it and jump to the nighttime portion of the date mm-hmm. that's all i know okay can you elaborate on it i know that uh on the <laughs> capture the
0: flag wedding dress date i think iliana was like there's 18 girls on this date and there were clearly only 17 that we were aware of and that could just be bad counting although when you do team games, you think they would pick even numbers, so you could have the same amount of people on each team. Like, not, not, oh a, not a big deal. And this is, like, this is the weakest piece of evidence to support that theory. That no, a, a, I don't think
1: so. No, I think that's the strongest now. That's okay, that's the magic bullet. Because <laughs> why would they have an odd number? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't
0: make a lot of sense, but it's not a deal breaker.
1: He wouldn't have picked, you wouldn't just do that.
0: And you think someone might have mentioned it too? Like they have someone more people just on their not team. Had a date. Sure. Yeah, sure.
1: someone just would have been left at home, you know, and not gotten a date that week then, or something. Right. Oh my god. So it's very possible.
0: And I brought this theory up to my wife. I'm not sure if you pointed this out that like why why would someone get edited out of the show? And I think I think it was in the thing you sent me that like maybe it made the show look bad. It wasn't just like a you know like Sarah like oh my dad's sick I got to go or. Something like that, like maybe this person got COVID during production and ABC would want to keep a lid on that so they wouldn't look irresponsible. So they had to, like, get that person off the show and scrub them from the season. I'm not sold on it because with all the rumors that you hear coming out, that might have leaked and uh also how hard would it be to completely edit some and it, like a contestant out of the wide shots the group shots the toasts the rose ceremonies like you couldn't do it you could but it's a stretch huh
1: sorry i'm, I'm like this isn't good uh radio i'm just i'm literally <laughs> sitting here thinking about it you
0: know <laughs> no no and, and and i i waited too because like you you brought this to me and i love uh you know, yeah. this, I'm 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 a little torn on this season, so I'll take whatever I can get in terms of extracurricular analysis. I like that idea. Like, they're they're being very manipulative with this season anyway, so I wouldn't put it past them. But also, like, wouldn't we have heard about it? And do I? I don't know. Do well, I see, care? The thing is,
1: we don't look up reality, Steve at all, man. You he's know? not
0: reliable. He was so wrong last season, and he's kind was of a, he really? and
1: he's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick, yeah. Although, if you you want to come on our show, Steve, I know mm-hmm. you listen. Fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm sure, he's nice enough.
0: All right, blowing past this to the big uh, the big third thing. You sent me a TikTok, I think that implied that uh, Rachel, one of our frontrunner contestants, is problematic in the way that Garrett was on Becca's season.
1: Yes. So, okay, just so you know it was instagram i don't have tiktok
0: i mean people can put tiktoks on instagram though like I, I don't mess with I that shit the record, either but
1: i just want the record to show that you know i have to i i try to avoid social media so i delete it and then i download it you know and, and that's that's something new that i think people would want to see on this sort of franchise people who aren't interested in the uh, social media aspect of it Moving on. So yeah, apparently Rachel is some fucking racist scumbag. A full-on Garrett situation. Yeah. And I've been trying I've been watching her so intently now. You know, I'm like looking at her eyes and all of that stuff and I I think it's probably not fair to call her a racist scumbag based on
0: well, what what is it based on? now? Is, is she like liking and sharing Q conspiracies, or or speaking out no. against Black Lives Matter, or just liking Blue Lives Matter? Like, there's
1: it appeared to be that she was liking, you know, old, you know, resurfaced photos of friends dressed as Native Americans. Okay. Um, although recently I heard that they like to be called American Indians is the preferred term. Why? As like a fuck you to people who, who called them Indians. Who got
0: it wrong? <laughs> just just yeah. so you have to remember every time you say it.
1: Who the fuck? I thought that was you that I was talking to. That's what mm. I heard. Um you. I whatever. We'll get to the, whatever. But and apparently she, you know, has a bunch of friends who um are full on uh Magus and then they were like her dad is a huge donor it was a huge donor to the um to some reelect Trump uh donation thing super PAC.
0: um
1: so she's surrounded by it and apparently um there's been some speculation on she doesn't she has bullied people before either in college or high school um saying that like they shouldn't be dating black people Um, all of this is conjecture and full on hearsay because Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking look it up. Sustained. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, uh, this is from someone's TikTok who it appeared to jam pack a bunch of information in 60 seconds. And I'm usually big on, uh, checking sources and all that stuff. But when it comes to the bachelor, I don't know if I give a shit enough. Yeah. You know? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i hear you i hear you i got more to say in that vein of uh unchecked sources but yeah so so i don't know she's from georgia she's young i'm willing to allow that someone can be a product of their environment maybe hasn't expanded their worldview enough to not see that it's problematic to uh you know be supporting or jumping on these bandwagons that take troublesome ideological stances
1: it feels different than the garrett thing garrett's kind of a scumbag what was the garrett thing i thought i thought
0: garrett's thing was just the same just like liking pictures of like maga clansmen or something you know problematic to be sure but but like did he weigh in on the arguments
1: his stuff was a little bit more like these were like overt photos you know like ones that were very clearly like racist photos from you know and oh. he was like, yeah, I like that. Rachel's are a little bit like, oh, you know, we were just 15 and my girlfriend's all dressed as uh, Native Americans, you know, are like, yeah, my dad says Trump's good. You know, that kind of thing. And then the bullying thing, which is probably the most damning piece. We don't really know. I haven't read some girl tell me and I'm sure I will if Rachel wins. Um. But Garrett, Garrett has kind of gone out of his way to be, um, if I were a betting man, I think I would have to bet $100 to win he's, two. He's got
0: a hood in his closet?
1: Well, that he was in the stop to steal, you know, kind of thing. Oh, sure, sure. You know, he's he definitely comes off as one of those guys. And Becca very publicly broke up with him about all of this because they she just they couldn't reconcile that you know so trump takes another casualty how many is it 400,000 Americans mm-hmm. and
0: you're you're throwing in garrett with
1: <laughs> jesus i'm sure he doesn't like the jews okay that's fi- i know can... <laughs> i i get that
0: i i get that impression too
1: <laughs> you know and as a jew i'm like oh well i didn't need that goy anyway um, <laughs>
0: okay, on the thread, let's just go ahead and finish alienating anyone who doesn't who doesn't get it. Did you know that Matt was a registered republican in New York?
1: <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I didn't know that
0: yeah, I'm just gonna okay as i as I said before the show, like if uh you know if if news networks can just say a bunch of shit. Uh, then I can say, disclaimer, I did a little reading on the internet. I didn't source check any of this, but uh, gathered a little information on, like, Matt and his family that, uh, you know, might help put, put a lens on his behavior as I've been growing more and more suspicious of him this season that, like, something's not right about this guy.
1: And his mother's wooden teeth.
0: Mostly that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't wait okay yeah okay so uh yeah registered republican mom follows donald melania and some crazy evangelist you know that uh lives in la la land and supports the not gonna get any deeper into that one his older (laughs) brother has gone on record saying that matt and i are very different people his older brother john is a rapper and supporter of blm Uh, he goes by john the scorpio you can find him on soundcloud Okay. And we know that Matt and Tyler threw a no mask pool party during quarantine and then blocked anybody who tried to call them out about it. So what
1: oh my I Oh god, I can't wait to watch <laughs> John the Scorpio, by so, the way. Sorry. So,
0: so what I've just said is just I think I think those are facts. Like Registered Republicans. Those, those are facts. Mom follows yeah. these people on Instagram and uh they threw a party and blocked people who called him out on it. Now, the crazy thing that uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Shannon just pulled off a Reddit. It was a former roommate of Matt James and Tyler C. Uh, lady or someone who identifies as a she who said that despite living with Matt for so long, she always got a weird vibe from him. Like, you know how you and I deduced that maybe Colton wasn't like into girls. Like you yeah. just you just got that sense. <laughs> And she's like, I kind of got that sense from Matt James, which is not to be homophobic. There's also asexuality or just like psychopaths who aren't putting sexuality on their radar because they have other social goals going on. That brings me to the next point that this person apparently made that Tyler like lived with him, but didn't pay rent and slept on a beanbag and had multiple copies of the apartment key. So he could like give them to ladies because like Tyler, I guess, is a bit of a poon hound unsurprising yeah but like that matt did not participate in this kind of uh you know bachelor getting the chicks all the time behavior which he totally could because the dude clearly really like takes great great care of his body and presumably lives in this nice place so this is all hearsay obviously but i'm trying to to get a sense of how does this make sense is it like oh tyler is like socially graceful and people love him so maybe if i like have him in my life i can like ingratiate myself to youth society and that like maybe matt is a psychopath who kisses with his eyes open and like seems to say all the right things but doesn't quite feel right am i nuts here huh.
1: well no so what what's going on in my head right now is um uh, in, 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 in in the group date When they're doing the farm stuff um, He's consoling MJ or whatever And then he runs off Out of nowhere to go kiss Michelle? Cause, no, cause, Piper Because she, she had
0: the egg, MJ They did the egg toss and she was going to like Go wipe the egg on him So he like yeah, ran, yeah. ran away into the barn
1: And then he ran away into the barn To Piper And sucked her face And I was like this was a really frat boy kind of thing to do in my head. Now, based on the information you've just given me, though, and what I was processing as you were saying it, is I wonder, and it feels it feels very Colton-ish now that you've colored my mind with this thought, and that he's like a kid who's excited to flaunt his ability to kiss girls 'Cause he's never really been a poonhound. Okay, keep going. And and what I and what I find also interesting is he's kinda of going out of his way to publicly show that he's not um, as and uh, as like simple as it is a psychopath, because he recent he's been doing these charcuterie boards, um Every night on Instagram with Lunchables meats. So he's not, not even <laughs> selling it in a classy well, way. Exactly. But his most recent one was all desserts. And it said, uh, you know, it, I forget what it exactly says, but it says something to the effect of like, um, here's to me learning how to kiss people with my eyes closed. So he's like trying to show us, look, I've learned, you know, I, I, I can grow. But maybe, maybe he's just a guy who, when he gets with girls, and this is why we don't hear about him with girls, and this is this is probably why the girls that he gets with that we don't hear about, he puts them in a well and takes <laughs> portions of their skin off of them to create a female suit for himself. Because he uh probably will eventually he want could be because he's you know got some uh internal you know things to deal with on how he wants the world to perceive him
0: that's a fact
1: we need to get jane fonda or Edie falco on this not jane fonda um jodie foster we need to get jodie foster or edie falco on this
0: clarice why edie falco that's nurse jackie i've been watching
1: this i've been watching the sopranos okay and uh i'm in the middle of the third season it's fucking excellent like everyone says i've never seen it before um and at, at, at a at a middle point in this watching The Sopranos, I was like, "Is I googled, is James Gandolfini a dick? And uh, it turns out he's actually really nice, so that's that makes me happy. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, rip, but uh, the reason why I said Edie Falco is because I think she's playing some long game here of being like the devout Catholic trying to really care about the important values of being a uh, mother And, uh, wife, but I think she's got some pretty strong, uh, very discerning eyes who can figure things out. And that's why we need her to get to the bottom of this back skin shearing monster named Matt James.
0: Fair. Yeah. We should also get like house or the good doctor on here, you know, just for more perspective from like another doctor.
1: Or that one dreamy doctor. What's his name? Mick something?
0: Yeah. Mick, uh,
1: Mick, sure. Mick, Mick dreamy. That's what it is. Mick Jagger. Mick, Mick Jagger. Yeah. Fun fact. And I know we're really going completely off rails. here. I'll just, I'll just bounce. This as a lower quality mp 3 so we can get it all <laughs> in. Um, but, uh, I've been, I've got a calendar that I don't show anybody. Um, and it has every every month is a photo of Mick Jagger or Keith Richards and um i'm just waiting for them to die and i know that sounds cold and unfair but jesus christ i don't know how they survived it's like ozzy how does ozzy still alive you know and th- these are, these are questions but the reason being is i have a rare first edition r- print of the first rolling stones record from the uk that has a miss Uh, that has a version of a song that you can only get on the record. And it's going to skyrocket in value more than it's already worth when those two old fucking gangly Dementor-looking motherfuckers (laughs) finally croak. And, like, look, the Rolling Stones are cool, but they're not my favorite band. If you were to put them and Phil Collins in a group, I would probably choose Phil Collins, unfortunately.
0: Less filler in his career.
1: Yeah, you know.
0: That's fair and that's smart investment you're you're not a hoarder for holding on to that and if if i can if i can just pull us pull us back on topic uh going off of your matt james puts women in wells and uses their skin to make a woman's suit theory
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna do a parallel theory on that one that he is a robot alien or power-seeking sociopath who wants prestige who let Tyler crash on a beanbag in his apartment so he could study him. And say, here's someone that bachelor nation, like that's my in. So if I can study how to be this like collegey poon hound who says all the right things and, you know, makes women feel safe and comfortable, that's, that's my in and rise to power. Cause we observed early that he says all the right things. He seems to be a very sweet and thoughtful guy. Yeah but he also seems like a robot at times. So that's going to be my theory for now.
1: I wonder, and uh, when you were telling me all of this, I was thinking maybe this is why he's never like been in love, quote unquote, because he doesn't know how to be mm-hmm. in love, sure. but he wants to be perceived as a man who does. There's an old movie, probably early two thousands. It's got Alec Baldwin in it. I forget. What the fucking movie's about it doesn't really matter, I guess. But he, uh, he, there, he's at like a like a a top golf, you know, driving range kind of thing. Alec Baldwin and the main character of this movie, and Alec Baldwin grabs him by the hand and he goes, "Oh, ring, nice, that's good. I'm glad you're married." It, uh, you know, he's like, "Well, why? Why does that matter?" And he goes, "Well, because it proves that your dick works." Um, and maybe that's why. Matt James wants to get married and be with people so he can be perceived as a man whose dick works and is regular. Okay. And not someone who's got women in a well in a skin suit.
0: All right. Yeah. Just like Colton.
1: Or a robot, yeah, or just like Colton You know, Colton released a uh, addendum to his book It's a new chapter that he released online Talking about his breakup with Cassie Which I think is great I, I haven't read it, but why would you go that far? Just stay out of the news, dude We all forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> because,
0: <laughs> because he also needs to remind us that his dick works
1: uh, Yes Actually Wow
0: And that it's not small and worm-like Constantly wiggling about that, that Which was, was our, your take. We didn't do a, we season. didn't do a season on Colton, but that was my theory. <laughs> it's freakish and that's that's why he won't have sex. Did did we? Did we do the Colton season?
1: I thought we did do the Colton season. Was he the last one? Know. No, Peter it was the last one.
0: Oh yeah. Time it went,
1: R, it went Ari and then Time.
0: Ari Colton Peter
1: Money
0: And now Robo Matt
1: James. Okay, so does Matt James suck or no? What am I supposed to take away here? You want to know he could win me over if he starts falling in love (laughs) with these girls. That's all I want. You know, I just I don't know. I'm leaning more into
0: my suspicions of him. I don't think I'm trying to make a broad judgment just that, uh, you know, first black bachelor like he seems like pretty white. He seems pretty, you know, Republican and, uh, you know, the kind of guy that ABC wants representing the show, not Mike, who we all actually wanted.
1: They should have put Mike on. It I should, forgot about I that I loved too.
0: Mike. What was, I mean. Mike
1: was the shit.
0: Yeah. He like drank a little too much and like, wasn't like off the cuff witty, but. But he's he real. He's like, yeah. Hannah, if Hannah Beast could be the bachelorette, Mike could have been the bachelor.
1: You know what? I guess I'm just going to have to keep watching this fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> that was all <laughs> my fucking answers.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we've reached the halfway point. If you have anything to add to our controversial first half hour, you can email us at I love that bachelor at com. <laughs> it's probably yeah. uh, a service to our listeners to get into the episode at this point.
1: <laughs> Did I have anything else? what just total sidebars about (laughs) conspiracy stuff i'll hold my sidebars to just talk to you afterwards
0: okay i I do have some ending thoughts i uh this was a shake-up episode things happened some things i wanted to happen we're getting a glimpse into things that could potentially happen and uh i don't know completely changed my my roster on you know who i'm thinking has the staying power and
1: Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I read some uh, I read some interviews with Kit. Kit was just on uh Rachel Lindsay and Becca's podcast. Okay. <laughs> um and was talking about you know, Matt and all that stuff and essentially she was saying she's like I kind of hate that I get this stupid socialite context because you know, yeah, I did have help, but um once I decided to start a company Um, you know, it was, I didn't get any help other than financially, which, okay, whatever is real, uh, is, is a real big part of it. But the important takeaway here is, is that she says after last night's episode, it most of the, there's still a little bit of drama, but most of it pretty much starts to get cut out. Um, and everyone starts focusing on their relationships with Matt from here on out. Um and uh I mean I don't know I don't know why Kate would lie to me. So Yeah she probably isn't.
0: Isn't that isn't that just typical uh you know bougie rich kids they <clears throat> they want to credit all their success to oh I didn't have help just that million dollar loan and the financial support and blessing and connections that my wealthy socialite family had, but I worked, you know, this is rags to riches really is what it is. Cause like she basically started from nothing and did it all herself.
1: (laughs) No. Yeah. Look, the point here wasn't to focus on uh, socioeconomic (laughs) inequality of, uh, what small business owners with the benefit of rich parents is. Um, but her, her mom actually is like a famous, um, stylist which or designer i don't know the difference
0: yeah no i looked. I, I looked her up I mean, and checked her I... website like she seems like a classy professional you know legit stuff
1: yeah it's legit um but <laughs> um i like that they're going to be moving on to focusing more on their relationships and who knows? Maybe we get a humanized Matt when he fucking cries. But if he cries over something stupid, um, it's gonna be fake to me. He gets especially if he does. He gets news of the election eyes. results <laughs> during filming. Wow! Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> um. No real shakeup episode. What they let they let Victoria go finally. Thank God. Yeah, man. And what is just like.
0: What a trash human.
1: Yeah, her, she's a narcissist.
0: Her lack of self-awareness just destroys me. She's like, I'm not... In the same breath, she'll be like, I'm not bullying anybody. All these bitches are stupid, and I'm the only one around here with a fucking brain, and Matt's an idiot if he can't see it. I'm like, dude, just let him listen to her. Let him, like, Literally. spy on her and just listen to the words that come out of her mouth. Like, And if words come out of her mouth, it'll be classic Victoria. And then he would just know. And, you know, like, we know.
1: I think he does know, and here's why. Um, Because I think this was a full-on... Producers went to Matt and said, you need to tell in a talking head, say through the antics you thought Victoria had a big heart. You know, that way it's perceived that... He recognized she does some stuff, but probably had a big heart to show us that maybe there was a chance. But really, it was the producers keeping her. And the tell is, is when, you know, he goes, so I heard you called yada yada a ho. And she's like, well, that was taken out of context. And he goes, yeah. what? well, in what context was calling someone a ho, uh, you know, acceptable? Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious. Even Kimball did a bit on it today. I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Kimmel also had kids um voice the words of what some of the girls were saying, specifically the MJ Yesenia thing at the end. And it was it was pretty fucking hilarious. Oh
0: his kids saying that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cute.
1: <laughs> Cause they're being children
0: yes yes and so, okay so total total reckoning here like now that that uh actions have consequences everybody's suddenly very sorry and trying to do damage control and you know obviously like victoria was one of the first to be like hey when i took your crown and insulted you and called you a slore to all the other girls <laughs> i was you know we're hey, good we're good that's, right
1: <laughs> that's after he let anna go basically because he's like hey, you said some fucked up shit, that's not a safe space, you gotta go. And then the thing that bugged me was all of the girls were like, what's happening? And it's like, what the fuck do you mean what's happening? You all know what's happening. You heard him address the room, take Anna, the fuck you thinks happening. Critical thinking, people, come on.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't on, I mean, I think Anna was it took her a while to kind of accept responsibility, but ultimately she was like, yep, I fucked up. My actions were bad. I need to go take a bath and drink alone or something. And like, I respect that. That's a, enough acknowledgement for me. Totally. But like yeah. the way, the way Victoria went out after the rose ceremony. Yeah. So I'm just not
1: going to tr- hug someone mad t- as a jester. Shut up. Trash. Classless yeah,
0: Trash.
1: You know what's funny is like she was actually wearing something that she looked good in. And I don't mean to reduce these women to just their looks. No, I agree. She's been wearing
0: awful, awful dresses. Yeah, just wrong styles, ill fitting, bra straps yeah. showing. Like just, uh, yeah, notably less classy than the other girls are looking. And I thought the nice one dress was nice.
1: was a nice dress. Yeah. <laughs> fitting for a queen, you could say.
0: Sure i'll give her that that's all i will give her this entire season is your dress that's it your dress on the night you the 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 night that matt took out the trash you looked good yeah this is a sugar sugar baby
1: the thing man the thing that bugged me the most about this episode in the beginning was the whole uh you know let the varsity squad in and the thing that struck me was how high school is this shit I don't I don't think of things in these terms, JV and varsity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. These are people and we're all here for a thing. And I probably will say um, I'm doing better than you, but I'm not going to be like you got third chair. okay? I'm the first chair or the you're in jv you know you're in jjv which we had at our kitty high school <laughs> junior junior varsity <laughs> there were way too many people on that school <laughs> yeah
0: the rest the ones who didn't make the others yeah. of course
1: <laughs> there was frosh soft junior junior varsity junior varsity and then varsity it was absolutely disgusting
0: frosh soft yeah wow
1: but this is the first time I thought about this In fucking <laughs> right. like 15 years Cause you you're know? an
0: adult and, like, and Victoria's 27 Like, Let's oh, as, let's God. assume she did go to college And got a masters She still should have been out of school for years now mm-hmm. And athletics Like that reeks of I peaked in high school Those are your metaphors
1: Yeah You said that better than I could
0: Why'd they blur out the poop on the farm date Cause ABC are fucking cowards I noticed it too <laughs> I'm like, some of it just looked like mud, but I bet if it looked like, ooh, that's like a solid tube turd that came out of an animal, it was just too visceral to acknowledge.
1: Stella, my dog, when she shits, I swear to God, you know the jumbo tootsie rolls? Yeah. it's exactly what that looks like. And I don't need to blur it out, because I see it all the time. Now... Have you ever been camping and you needed something to start a fire and you're actually in like cow grazing land? So you just go pick up one of those cow pies and you just put it at the bottom and it instantly lights on fire. Yeah, it's I, all dried out. Yes, as a
0: Texan, of course, I've done this.
1: Yeah. So why do you need to blur out the poop to me? We've got most of the world covered with this camping and analogy and dogs, you know? Just, you never clean out the litter box? What are these all outdoor cat people? And like and
0: everyone poops. You know, you can censor your sexual morality within your community, family, you know, whatever. Like I get that if you're like, "Ooh, I don't want to see like all of the butt cheeks." Cuz you you know, if you're you bucket, don't your morality. No, no, no. I'm saying like maybe I could understand someone wanting oh, to okay. do that to themselves, but everyone poops. Can't censor yes, that. They do. Can't censor that out of existence. And I just didn't see the point. They only did it for one shot. Like, maybe it would have done us all good to see that poop. And been like, yeah, man, we're all just on this planet pooping. And it was a moment that ABC missed.
1: I don't get it. I don't understand why they would blur it out. It's stupid. Yeah. They're cowards. You're right.
0: (laughs) Fucking cowards.
1: Um, so... Victoria's gonna suck in paradise, but she'll probably be a lot more fun
0: yeah with those stakes it's like she won't yeah. she won't derail the show she'll just be one of five simultaneous scandals, and maybe the others will be fun too
1: yeah, and the uh <clears throat> i uh god damn it um oh farmer Ty. Yeah, um, I thought I thought it should have been f- Farmer Ty Burrell, an <laughs> ABC plug for Modern Family.
0: Okay, wasn't Ty also the name of the Extreme Home Makeover guy?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. totally and
0: yeah. <laughs> and the fashionista from Rachel's rainy day date, where Matt bought a bunch of stuff, was celebrity stylist Ty Hunter. So does ABC oh God, like what? have? a thing with the name ty they're they're drawn to people with the name Ty, or are people named tie drawn to abc
1: maybe they're all aliens or Cl-
0: robots or clones that abc legally they're owns tie clones. yeah yeah okay
1: yeah We're- and they're using they're using genetic CRISPR technology to change the way they look in a pure certain way and then after like a 80 year long eugenics war where basically it breaks up in different hemispheres of the world, you know, but but vertical type hemispheres about like maybe 120 years after that. And roughly like 2247, somewhere around that, you know, 2247 to 2301. Zephram Cochran breaks the warp barrier and sends a ship into space. And then the Vulcans come down and say, hey, we noticed your warp capable. We can finally break the prime directive. And then Zephrim goes, the Prime, what? And he goes, don't worry. I know we're Vulcans we don't believe in time travel or any of that stuff, but we will maybe eventually in like a couple hundred years, at which point you will introduce us to the Prime Directive. So you're telling me the Bachelor leads to Star Trek? I'm in. I got to keep watching this. Maybe I'll get Mike as the Bachelor on the way. Or Ty. Which Ty?
0: That's exactly... (laughs) <laughs> you, what was the? You sent me a video about like the Civilization game where there's an entire race of aliens that are just like the descendants of one billionaire who cloned himself a bunch.
1: Oh my god! I don't know why you keep referencing the stuff that I've been saying because <laughs> <you. laughs> I do not remember what this is. You're what you're. <laughs> what was it? Because
0: our friendship, man. You you provide me with quality <laughs> entertainment. No, it's this idea. There was a. Uh... I read half of some Alastair Reynolds book, like House of Sons or something. Okay, but it's a, it's a new idea that I'm seeing pop up in sci-fi. It's the idea of a race or like class of humanoids that are the oh, clones no, of extremely that that powerful, video. yeah, like billionaires or whatever. <laughs> and this, this to Dude. me, it's a new idea that like, yeah, fuck, like saving the human race. I'll just clone myself a bunch because I'm great and I have the resources. <laughs>
1: Yes, so yeah, that was a video by some guy named Seth Sentak, or whatever, but he makes these ridiculous videos about video games, and that's from Endless Space, and that was one race in Endless Space. That's like a 40-minute video, and I've...
0: (laughs) And I watched most of it.
1: Wow, what a good pull. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck did I send you? But yeah.
0: So ABC's doing that. Someone someone named Ty is yeah seeding the the network. Hmm.
1: Maybe Chris's real name is Ty. <sighs> what a conspiracy laden show, huh? This is
0: yeah, we should <laughs> right <laughs> something in the summary. <laughs> like buckle up. <laughs> I love Good that Lord. listeners. We barely scratched the episode.
1: <laughs> if any of you know or if you know Wade and this is something that bothers me on the spoil me date is they all think that th- the said person's buying this stuff. Oh, like Matt spoiling is, Rachel. Is it a- is it a- Matt is not spoiling her. He merely chose her, I think, because no one's told me otherwise. But And if you know otherwise, please, I would love to know that Matt gave him a credit card and paid the bill that ABC gave him. I doubt it. But if that happened, please tell me. Um And I hate that everyone's like, oh, he's spoiling me. I'm finally getting spoiled or like I don't know. You're you're on a game show. And do we even know if they get to keep the shit? You won yeah. You know, it You won both showcases, okay? You're getting free fucking dresses and shoes and all this shit and quote unquote spoiled And you're getting Instagram followers So You hit the fucking thing On the nail You nailed Hit the nail on the head I'm not good at these things Um Drew Carey's a just fine Replacement for Bob Barker Okay He does a great job I loved the Drew Carey show And whose line is it anyway I saw him in a car one time, I was probably 12 years old, and I was like, oh my god, it's Drew Carey, and he's like, hey, yeah, you're right, I am Drew Carey, we were at a red light and I had my window down, he was driving a Porsche to the fucking WB Studios, it was awesome.
0: So after the date, Rachel carries (laughs) all of her clothes and shoes and shit, and all the girls are, uh, you know, jealous that, that's like the jackpot date on this show though. They usually no, do it once the a season. Both showcases. Yeah, yeah. She
1: wins both. Yeah. Literally, it's the jackpot date. And the thing that bugged the shit out of me, out of her potential racism, is she said, I have to go put this on for my dinner date and left all of the fucking bags in the shared living space in the living room. And like there was uh, uh, not wrapping paper, but the like filler paper, tissue paper. Mm-hmm. It's a bad look. Come on. Clean yourself up. You know, if my if if I have friends that come over and have a beer or two, I go out of my way to take their beer cans into the trash. You know, <laughs> sure. Like I'm not doing anything special. I'm just trying. You know, clean as you go. That's how I cook. Same.
0: It's the and only way.
1: It, it a it's the only way, and it's more credence to the fact that she might be an anti-Semite and not like me. And I want to remove her from my top picks, even though she's probably going to get it.
0: Agreed. Just like Garrett. And I also think that if uh, Victoria and Anna were still around, they might have just started, you know, divvying up her shit. Like, oh, <laughs> she's going to leave it here? It's ours now. Community. Swag.
1: Swag, swag. Yep.
0: So the Rachel date's pretty uneventful. It's kind of exactly how you expect it to go. Nice platitudes. I'm falling for you. Here's the rose. Let's kiss.
1: It's more than that. He said that... um uh, I was like, here we go. I knew he liked Rachel, but he said he was falling in love with her. He's making the RE move.
0: After she said it, though.
1: I know, but this is a problem, and he probably feels that way. Because didn't all the other girls, didn't Kit say that? Didn't Abigail say that she was almost like, you know, she like falling in love, like could see herself falling in love with him? And. In-
0: In Bachelor talk, there's a big difference between saying I could see myself falling for you and saying I am falling for you. You know what I'm talking about, though.
1: But he said the latter, then.
0: I'm falling for you. Which means it
1: carries weight.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. This is like top three shit. You you don't just say that, even if you're Ari. And he meant it when he said it, too.
1: Oh, he sure as shit did.
0: I mean, meant it in that, like, I'm going to back this up by giving you a fantasy suite
1: yes yes exactly (laughs) um and (laughs) he's gonna take kit to the fantasy suites and tyler cameron her
0: (laughs) what and not because he's because he's like in love with uh
1: yeah rachel um i loved the chelsea interaction and i like that he went out of his way to go talk to her and she's like I'm awkward with boys and then he was like you know I know you're awkward with boys yada yada you know how do you feel or whatever and she's like I mean like I I like you if that's what you're saying that was really sweet (laughs) yeah she's great I like her
0: I like her too and I like that he pulled her aside separately this is like the second time that he's gone out of his way to show her interest which is why she's in my new top three now
1: yes and uh sweet abigail sweet sweet abigail
0: she was so love ed <laughs> sorry are we doing so i married an axe murderer movie? yeah that's yeah, the only part so i remember <laughs> it's the bad poetry
1: i've probably seen that movie like 40 times that's one of my mom's favorite movies and it's always on television have we done this when... on
0: the podcast before i know this about you
1: Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh my god, we've probably done this on the podcast before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I fucking love that movie. Great ref there, dude. I guess yeah. that's where that came from when I said it's, that. Yeah, you, it was your your pacing. Whoa, please, please man. Continue. Abigail. Um, I'm, uh... That's something that didn't cross my mind. And if I was Matt James and I was with Abigail and she told me that, I'd probably ask her to marry me right then and there. What,
0: expressed vulnerability Um, about the potential for deaf children?
1: I had no idea it didn't occur to me. I would have been so weak. I would have been like, oh my god. Oh my god, I had no idea, but wow. Don't worry, you know, like, that's the sweetest consideration I've ever thought. Yeah, it's really touching. She's such a sweetheart. (laughs) No, Yeah, so her or Katie for Bachelorette, please. Yeah, yeah. So this Although is, it looks like Katie's going to get flamed.
0: Same. And, okay, so this is the point in the show where I had this thought, again, to, to turn on Matt entirely and be very suspicious of him moving forward. So you get the impression early on, you know, his first toast is like a prayer. You, you're thinking like, okay, this guy wants like a quality values woman, which totally lines up with what we started the episode with. So he drops Victoria and Anna. You know, if you have to tear people down to build yourself up, that's not what I want in a wife. This is good this is in line with those values but he also dropped lauren at the rose ceremony and he had a very early connection with lauren over you know religion she said church was very important to her and would want to like have a family and raise her kids that way okay so so matt like jumping into the show with the whole like oh i'm a man of god and that's what i value but like but clearly he didn't because he like dropped Lauren. And, you know, we don't know what happened. I'm just... This is a broad observation. And, and, he has yet to go on a date, one-on-one, with three of who I perceive to be the most, like, chill, least dramatic... Uh, whatever. My favorites. Maggie. Total sweetheart. New, newly immigrated. You know, very grateful for the opportunity. No drama at all. And she has not yep. gotten, you know, much of anything. And then... Katie, you know, who's like the voice of reason and and Abigail, who's like been nothing but a sweetheart got the first impression rose and he's yet to take her on a one on one. Like all these other girls have taken the lead ahead of these three gems who like aren't getting a fair chance.
1: Now, do you think that, though, is. Is it artificial? Are they manufacturing this for us?
0: Like editing them to look sweet and good?
1: No, I mean, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is, do you think that it's artificial that we don't have, that we're feeling this way, that he's selling them short, right? Yeah. Um, and not taking the dates because they're going to come back again as frontrunners. I mean, that's what I'd like to you see. Know, we're getting the filler out of the way, maybe.
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, this this would add on to like a lot of other thoughts I have about kind of where everybody is sitting in the runnings right now. Because like, who who would you call the front runners at this point? Rachel, obviously.
1: Rachel. Uh, Michelle.
0: Michelle, teacher, who got the hot air balloon date last week.
1: Yeah. yeah. Rachel, Michelle, and I mean, honestly. Probably fucking Kit, because that was kind of thoughtful to do the cooking thing, okay, um, and I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't think that's where this is going to go, but I think he cares more about who he appears to be than love.
0: So you're saying Kit would be the smarter match in terms of like socialite, whatever uh, I'm saying status Kit, advancement. Kit,
1: Kit elevates him, yeah, 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 exactly.
0: For sure. And I, like, looked through everybody, like, okay, like, let's be as cynical and shallow as possible and think that Matt James is just looking out for, like, status and prestige, like, Chelsea, model, kit, socialite, uh, I forget, there's, like, one or two others with more, like, social-driven careers. But I would, I would share, I would share your frontrunners, I would swap out Chelsea for Michelle, because I, I think he's gonna cool on Michelle.
1: Because he's just been a cooler with all the front runners uh, this far. Well, and then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, like, look at Brie. Like, she's gotten multiple impression roses, and they had that nice date in EP2, I think. Like, she was a very early favorite, but I don't know. Who the I'm... fuck is Brie? Brie! The, uh. Hold on if I can reduce it to profiles. She, uh, single mother, Iranian. Uh.
1: Ugh, alright, hold on. I'm looking it up.
0: No, she's like total she's she's class. I, I had really high hopes for her. I put her in my top three after the first episode, but like he's he's really
1: Oh her. No, I've been all I've been out on her forever. She's a kid?
0: No, no, she's an only or er, she had a single mother. She doesn't have a kid.
1: Oh, got it. I thought you called her a single mother. Yeah. No, I've been out on her. They had a good date. But I don't think I don't think she's gonna last. Same,
0: despite being like you know such a catch, but uh, from being cynical, like I don't see a spark. And what what would she do for Matt James's, you know,
1: yeah, status. And and while while I'm at it, Serena C. I'm I'm sure she's instigating with Katie because she feels threatened. She seems like the kind of person.
0: See, I didn't. I agree with you. I don't have a problem with her, but she also is one of those, like, she hasn't got a fair shake yet, you know? Like, she...
1: No, mine's empty. Can I get a refill?
0: Oh, not through the...
1: (laughs) This is just a computer screen.
0: We're not really here.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait, you're not here? Oh, my God, I'm in my house again! It's been 11 months!
0: (laughs) If you need to get a refill, I'll bam for a second.
1: Sure, go vamp.
0: Okay, yeah, so Serena C is a classic case of someone who has yet to really get on the map. We haven't seen a lot of development in her one-on-ones and the cocktail hours, nor has she gotten a one-on-one date, nor do I think she is going to get one. So at this point, she's just kind of been sidelined watching drama give the other girls attention. You know, like Katie has kind of gotten to uh, have this space on the show as the voice of reason. You know, she's saying what's really going on and calling out the bullies and all that stuff. And it's the same thing that's happening with MJ. Like she has been sidelined to greater drama, to one-on-ones that have connections. And it's got to suck being a contestant on the show, just sort of watching it happen around you and not really being a part of it. So I think it's kind of natural for a Serena C to get on the map by inserting herself somewhere, but that's a losing game causing drama. Yeah, she's going to be gone in a week or two, but she's going to try to take Katie down because it's like, well, shit, this girl's not going to win either, but she's getting positive attention and like maybe
1: I, I don't I don't know. That's a great take. You know, you know, the best part about you vamping is I have the headphones in. So I, I heard the whole thing. Uh,
0: good. I, fuck, know, I assumed you I mean, did. I wasn't I know, just talking to myself.
1: I know. I was just thinking about it. That it was it's kind of an interesting thing where I heard the whole fucking take. Anyway, um, this has happened in other seasons, though. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who did Kendall get paired up with in that RA season in the in the two on one. 'Cause Kendall's pretty much the Katie. What like she had a rivalry with someone? She didn't really, um, but she was on a two a two on one mm. and she had to essentially be the voice of reason. Um Fuck, dude, I gotta find this. Is it gonna tell me? Wouldn't this be great? <laughs> um oh five six, okay. These websites are so weird that you can find this kind of information on people, by the way. Um, If you could be a fictional character, who would you be and why? She chose James Kirk from Star Trek. Who did? Kendall. Oh. Yeah, she's oh great. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's great. Go um, Good I'm egg. Tra- tra- Good <laughs> egg. I'm trying to get the wiki on this, because that two-on-one date, I think, is going to spell exactly what's going to happen with Katie, and it's probably going to be her and Serena C maybe and we get that like two-on-one kind of shit again where you you pit the voice of reason against you know someone who doesn't who shouldn't be on this you know
0: see we, we were concerned that Jasenia and MJ were gonna get a condensed version of that two-on-one thing because that's, that's the cliffhanger we left off on is that Matt's gonna talk to Jasenia and MJ before the rose ceremony but each season really needs a proper two-on-one date what did i call that i had some silly name for it like the loser showdown dogfight, whatever listen to past seasons <laughs> we have a few
1: what do you got um i don't know i'm trying to get there i've got it's got to be after bibiana leaves um what are we looking for? Who Kendall's rival was? Who, Yeah, who Kendall was on that one two-on-one with. Okay. Was it Annalise? Who the fuck was Valerie? Ugh, whatever. It doesn't matter.
0: Crystal and Kendall. Crystal.
1: Oh, yeah, it was Crystal. Yeah,
0: the villain. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Who married Goose, and I guess they got separated since then, so. Maybe she'll be back.
1: The goose, um, yeah.
0: Hey there, I love that, listeners. As you can tell, this episode's running a little long, so for the sake of giving you the highest quality audio files, we're going to call this part one, and uh, hopefully we'll have part two. It's probably already out there, so you can just go right on into it, but if you're only scheduling an hour of your time to listen to us uh, do the deep analysis of this season of The Bachelor, then uh, you can take this as a stopping point and join us again for Episode 2 of I Love That, a Bachelor podcast because the unexamined life is not worth living. Matt James Season 2021, Episode 5, Part A concluded. Bye.